Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, it is a Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. And I'm breaking down everything that you need to know before the Titans take on the Jacksonville Jaguars in Week 14. We're going to look at my big picture keys to victory for the Titans on offense and defense. What do they have to accomplish as a team to be victorious against the Jags? Then we're going to zoom in, look at the individual battles and the individual matchups to watch that will determine the outcome of this game. Finally, I'm going to give you guys my game and score prediction, and we're going to talk fantasy. We're going to talk gambling and take a look at the AFC slate in week 14 so we know who else to be rooting for outside the Titans. All of that and more on a Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Titans fans, it feels good to have a Football Friday game preview once again. The Titans are coming off of their Week 13 bye, ready to start the proverbial second half of their season and make that final push. It will start with a game against Jacksonville, and I'm going to give you guys my overall big picture keys to victory for the Titans as a team. Before we get into that, though, do want to tell you guys that today's show is presented by On Location. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL. It's the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. Also want to thank you guys for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen every day. If this is your first ever listen to the Locked On Titans podcast, make sure that you subscribe on whatever platform you do stream. You can find the Locked On Titans podcast on whatever platform you typically listen to podcasts. And here's the thing, it's always going to be free. And you know what else is free? The Locked On Titans YouTube channel. If you want to catch the show on video, make sure you head over to the Locked On Titans YouTube channel. Smash that notification bell so you know when all of my content goes live after you hit the subscribe button. Also, if you're watching on YouTube right now, hit that like button underneath the video. I really do appreciate it. Follow me on social media, on Twitter, at Tic Tac Titans for all my film breakdowns that will be coming after the game. And check out the show Facebook page at Locked on Titans Pod. But we are going to finally dive into all of the football conversation. Like I said, the Titans have a football game again. And boy, it feels nice. Now, I'm going to be upfront and honest. I'm not feeling so nice right now. So I appreciate all of you guys hanging with me while I get through maybe a few coughs here and there, a few momentary breaks to catch my breath. But other than that, I am uh, I am ready to play. I may be questionable, but I am ready to play. And like I said, we're going to start with the keys to victory. And for the first key to victory is obvious for the Titans. Don't turn over the freaking ball. I don't even care if the Titans force turnovers. Yes, that would be great to force some turnovers on one of the worst teams in the NFL. But as long as the Titans do not turn over the ball, they will win this game. Now, the Titans have had nine turnovers in the last two games. It's unacceptable. You're never going to win when you have nine turnovers in two games. It's just not a recipe 
for success. And also, not only do the Titans need to get off of that trend, but you look at Jacksonville, and the only game that they've won in their last six games was the game against Buffalo where they forced three turnovers. They've only won the turnover battle one time all year, and it was against Buffalo. So that just goes to show you that the only way that the Jags will beat a good team is if they force turnovers and give their offense short fields to take advantage of. So the Titans have to get over that turnover spell that they were under. They have to move forward from that if they want to have any semblance of success this second half of the season, and it has to start against Jacksonville. Don't turn over the ball. It's simple. Also, on defense, the Titans have to stop the run. Obviously, James Robinson is what I would say the best player, probably the second best player behind the defensive end, Josh Allen, on the Jaguars. They talked about getting him the ball more in all of their press conferences this week down in Jacksonville. Now, Robinson is having some health issues with a heel, with an ankle. He may not play in this game, but if he does, and even if he doesn't, the Titans have to stop the run. Uh, the Jaguars are 27th in third down conversion percentage. They only convert on 35% of their third downs. That means you keep the Jags in third and long, and they are not going to be able to convert consistently throughout the game. And that starts with the run game on early downs, first and second. The Jaguars actually aren't putrid when it comes to running the football. They're 18th in the NFL with 110 rushing yards per game. Uh, They've rushed for plus 100 yards in the last... So the Jaguars don't score a lot of points. We're going to talk about that next. But the two games that Jacksonville has scored the most points in the last six weeks, 17 points against Indy and 14 points against Atlanta, both of those games were their highest rushing total games as well. 179 rushing yards against Indy, 141 rushing yards against Atlanta. So basically, the moral of the story is, when Jacksonville is able to have a solid running game, they're able to score in the teens. So the Titans don't want that to happen. They should hold them down and prevent that. And that starts with stopping the run. And I feel confident there as the Titans basically stopped the best rushing attack in the NFL last week. Now the Patriots ran for over 100 yards, but the Titans really bottled them up until garbage time. So they absolutely should be able to stop the run of the Jacksonville Jaguars. And on the flip side, on offense for the Titans, they need to run the ball 270 yards last week create good opportunities for Ryan Tannehill, limit the turnover-worthy opportunities and situations that he's going to be in. If the Titans ran for 270 against the best run defense in the NFL or one of the top three, then they should run for 300 yards on Jacksonville, and it would be nice to see the Titans' offensive line really get in that late-season groove that even when they have Derrick Henry, you know, they could still get into the run-blocking groove that they get in late in the season. But also for the offense, when you're running the ball, take points. Don't force it. Ryan Tannehill, don't try to do too much and create turnovers. If the Titans get stopped on a fourth and five at the 20-yard line, don't be crazy and go for it. Just take your points. Because like I said, Jacksonville has only scored more than 10 points two times in the last six weeks. So the Titans should be able to take some field goals, get a couple of touchdowns, even if it's not perfect in the red zone, and still score more than Jacksonville. So those are my big picture team keys to victory for the Titans. Don't turn over the ball. Stop the Jacksonville running attack and take the points on offense. We're going to get into the individual matchups and the individual battles to watch in this game. Before we do, though, do want to tell you guys about On Location, our title sponsor for today. 
Super Bowl 56 is at SoFi Stadium, and it's less than 100 days away. And on location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star LA hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or you can just search Super Bowl on location. Also, do want to tell you guys about the best tasting protein bars in the galaxy from our friends over at Built Bar. Built Bars give you the best of both worlds. They're delicious and they're healthy. They have so many different flavors to choose from. Some of my favorites are the cookies and cream, the peanut butter brownie, the salted caramel. Uh, And they give you that extra boost to kind of accomplish the task that you need to without feeling like you're Uh, You know, eating some high-packed sugary candy bar. You can make all those shopping trips, hit the mall for your Christmas presents, all that, and throw a Built Bar or two in your purse or in your jacket to give you that extra kick and that extra fuel that you need. Because, like I said, the Built Bars aren't just delicious. They're healthy for you as well. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, all the good stuff you need. And when you make that purchase at Built.com for your favorite Built Bars, I... I personally would suggest a variety pack because people are really passionate about their favorite flavors. And if you buy a box of Built Bars without one of your family members' favorite flavors in it, you might have some holiday fights in your future. Uh, throw a few Built Bars in the stocking for you know different family members. Hey, leave a Built Bar out for Santa. A little pro tip for you guys. Built Bar has these new flavors called Puff Bars, and they have a nice marshmallowy texture in the middle. Dip a couple of those in hot chocolate. Woo! That is a big time holiday success. So make sure that you go to built.com right now. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you're going to get 15% off your order. Once again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at built.com. Titans fans, let's continue this Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Taking a look at the individual matchups to watch in this game. Before we get into it, want to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen every day. But the big individual to watch, the big player to watch, the matchup to watch is simple. Julio Jones against whoever. They want to put in front of him. I'm so excited to get Julio back out on the field for the Titans. Hopefully no setbacks in Friday's practice so that he's unable to go. The Titans need Julio out there. It's going to unlock the offense and what they want to do to have one high-level NFL receiver on the field. I expect big things from Julio Jones, not only from him being productive, but also the attention that he will require against the Jags. I don't care who Jacksonville Puts across from Julio Jones. He needs to dominate that matchup. It is time for Julio Jones to prove his worth for the Tennessee Titans. They need him in this one without A.J. Brown. They've needed him for a few weeks with nobody at wide receiver. It's time for Julio to step up and dominate the back half of this season. Also on offense, the offensive tackles, Taylor Lewan and David Questenberry against Josh Allen. 
from the Jags. The talented defensive end leads the team in sacks with five and a half. He would probably have 15 sacks if he played on a good team. Josh Allen is an absolutely dynamic defensive player, a great player, and we know that the Titans' offensive tackles have struggled with incredibly athletic edge rushers. You want some more physical edge rushers, some bigger-bodied guys? Taylor Lewan's going to use his athleticism. Questenberry's going to use his athleticism to beat those guys to the spot. But when you have a guy who's super athletic, super quick, it can really give Taylor Lewan and David Questenberry trouble. Josh Allen completely won the game for the Jags against the Bills. He took over in a superstar X-Factor way, and won that game for the Bills. The Titans' offensive tackles cannot allow that to happen to them. Period. Just cannot allow him to wreck the game. So the offensive tackles against Josh Allen is the big matchup that I'm watching for when the Titans have the ball. On the defensive side of the ball, though, pretty simple for me. Tony Wiggins talked about this in our Thursday crossover episode as well. Jeffrey Simmons against the interior offensive line of the Jags. Jeff has to dominate this game up front, being Trevor Lawrence's face nonstop. Uh, ben Barch getting some time in the interior. He was limited with a back issue this week. Uh, Brandon Linder, the starting center, he was limit, or did not practice on Wednesday with a back issue, so those are two injuries to watch. Uh, Andrew Norwell is playing at the left guard spot. He's a very solid player, but... You line Jeffrey Simmons up over the center. You line him up over the right guard. Right now, the Jags may be playing two backups at center and right guard. Tyler Shatley, KC McDermott. I mean, it, regardless of, of who the Jags line up out there, all of those names I just mentioned outside of Norwell, Jeffrey Simmons should absolutely eat them for breakfast. Now, it looks like the Titans may be without Danico Autry in this game. Very concerning. He was limited in practice on Wednesday and then did not participate in practice on Thursday. It's never a great sign to see a guy go from limited to, to did not participate. So I would suspect that the Titans are without Danico Autry in this game. <coughs> My apologies, guys. Oh, um, But moving forward... I think that Jeff has to dominate that. If he does that, he takes double teams. He beats them anyway. He stops the run up front, gets it going in pass rush, lets Harold Landry have one-on-ones, help everybody around him. Jeffrey Simmons has to be the dominant force in this game for the Titans, as he needs to be going forward the rest of the season. And then also, the Jacks have LaVishka Chenault. They have Laquan Treadwell, but... Their leading receiver is Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones has 48 catches. That's tied for the team lead. He has 540 yards. That's uh, solely the team lead. He's got three touchdowns also leading the Jaguars. So in the last game the Titans played against the Jags, Marvin Jones had one catch for 25 yards. That has to be the case again. He had six targets in that game. So one for five in terms of catching the ball on targets. Christian Fulton, I don't think we're going to see Jackrabbit Jenkins in this game as he's dealing with uh, ankle foot issue. So Christian Fulton against Marvin Jones one-on-one, that'll be a matchup that I will be watching and the Titans have to win to win this game. Now we're going to wrap up today's show. I'm going to give you my game and score prediction. We're going to talk a little fantasy. We're going to talk a little gambling. We're going to look at the other teams to watch in the AFC uh, over the weekend that the Titans need to be paying attention to, who we should be rooting for. 
But before we get into that, I do want to tell you guys a little bit about stance. So just to draw off some personal experience, I got some stance items for Christmas last year. I got some Batman socks, and I was just impressed with how colorful, how comfortable they they both were on both feet. You know what I'm saying? The apparel is super well-made. It's super soft. It's basically entirely unique. It's a lot of fun to wear, and you're looking forward to purchasing more for yourself or other stance gives you a sense of confidence. They simply feel good and they make you feel good in the process. Stance was founded in 2009. Stance Apparel represents a, a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel with a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity. Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside with some pop culture uh, hot collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Like I said, I had those awesome Batman socks that I really enjoyed, but they have Marvel, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, all different kinds for you to choose from. They're incredibly soft, incredibly comfortable, and I just felt awesome wearing my Batman socks around. I was excited to put them on. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. That's uh, for those who feel good, can do good. So go see for yourself. Register for an account at stance.com and get a 15% off coupon on your first purchase. All you got to do is to get 15% off is use the promo code locked on at checkout. So go to stance.com, use promo code locked on when you check out, and you're going to get 15% off your order. Enjoy the color and the comfort of a less ordinary life with stance. Titans fans, breaking news! As I was recording the podcast, we got big news from the waiver wire. The Tennessee Titans have claimed and been awarded linebacker Zach Cunningham, last year's NFL leader in tackles. A former Houston Texan who was randomly uh, cut on a Wednesday or Tuesday earlier this week, would have been Tuesday. This is a boon for the Titans. David Long has missed uh, five weeks in a row. He's not practicing this week. Monty Rice, it was announced by Shane Bowen that he's going to be out for the rest of the season. The Titans are incredibly banged up at linebacker. And now they get last year's leading tackler, a Pro Bowl-level linebacker still in his prime with the ability to keep him next year when they're going to be losing Rashawn and probably losing Jayon. I mean, imagine Zach Cunningham next to David Long for the next two years. I mean, that is what we're talking about. Let's go. I'm so hyped. I'm so hyped. So a couple of different things. We got to finish out with my game and score prediction and all that. But this literally happened now while I'm recording the podcast. Got a ton of people tagging me on Twitter. Thank you all, blah, blah, blah. But here's what I want to say. So last year, Zach Cunningham, 164 tackles. Now, tackling stats don't mean everything, and the Texans were garbage last year. They played a lot of snaps, so that's why. But Zach Cunningham is a Pro Bowl-level player. He's a really good player, and he's somebody that Mike Vrabel has talked very flowery about Going back to last year when the Titans played the Texans, he said he's not going to be the most athletically recognizable guy, but he's just going to be all over the field nonstop. <clears throat> and that is the truth. 
The Titans need this in a bad, bad way. So this is a big boon to them. But here's what I want to say ultimately. On, on the year so far, Zach Cunningham only has 32 tackles. And you look, I mean, there are games where he played less than 30% of the snaps for the Texans, a bad team. And a lot of Texans fans wanted to get into my mentions earlier this week and say, oh, he's garbage, he's bad, you just don't know, you're not watching the game, you're blah, 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 blah. Who is good in Houston? Who looks good in Houston right now? Tell me. Name somebody. The Texans are a, a dumpster fire of a franchise. I'm not going to say that any, I'm not judging anyone off their performance on the Houston Texans this year. A miserable situation with terrible coaching, with terrible leadership, with terrible players. So, of course, the good players on the team don't look that good this year. Everybody looks bad. Look at Kevin Byard on the Titans defense last year. That would be like saying, oh, Kevin Byard's not good. This is great for the Titans. This is this is big time that he got through the waivers. And he does have an injury clause where if he gets injured, he automatically gets $10 million next year. But come on, man. This is the risk that the Titans had to take. They had to go out and get this guy. And, and just some fun information for you, Darren Bates. Longtime Titans linebacker and special teams player. Easy. Gotta love Darren Bates. I, I hope he's doing well on the Falcons right now. But he just tweeted, Zach been wanting to be back with Vrabes. Happy for him. Cunningham wanted this. Cunningham wanted to be with Tennessee. Oh, man, I'm, I'm hype. I'm hype. Oh, Lord. Woo! There we go, Titans fans. So now, now, with that being said, we gotta finish out this episode of the Locked On Titans podcast. My prediction, Titans win 27-16. That's what I'm looking for. Titans aren't going to turn over the ball. They're going to force one turnover, in my opinion. They're going to get an interception during this game. But the Titans win by double digits, by 11 points, 27-16, and get back on the snide as they roll towards the final push of the season. Uh, the Titans right now are 8.5-point favorites. The Jags are getting eight and a half points. I'm taking that. I don't care. I feel confident. The Titans get back going this week. The over-under is 43. I would take the under in that scenario because, or 43 and a half, because 27 to 16 is 43. The over-under is 43 and a half. I could even see it being 27 to 13, 24 to 13, somewhere in there. I don't think the Titans have it in them right now to score 30 points unless they get multiple turnovers. So I would take the under on that, but I wouldn't really touch the over-under in this game. But I feel good laying the points for the Titans. Talking about uh, some fantasy here. Julio Jones, I'd be looking at him in daily fantasy. The price, oh, oh God, see guys, I told you. I'm struggling, so my apologies. But the price has to go down for Julio since he's been out for so long. So I'd look at Julio in Daily Fantasy. If you wanted running the running backs, people have been asking me, which running back? Well, if McNichols comes back and plays in this game, he's going to cut into some of the snaps that Hilliard gets as the pass catching back. So I would actually go Deonta Foreman. And if there was a goal line back, I know that Foreman really misses some holes at the goal line, but he's just a big-bodied guy. So I would expect Foreman to be the better fantasy back if you wanted to go with a cheap flex option in Daily Fantasy. Or if you're just in a bind in season-long fantasy, like me, and you're rolling Deontay Foreman out there. Ryan Tannehill should have some good success. He's had his best 
success with the Titans when playing against Jacksonville. So I'd roll Ryan Tannehill out there if you need to stream a quarterback in season long, which I am, or if you're looking for a good daily fantasy option. Finally, the AFC slate in Week 14, Kansas City at 8-4, and four, taking on Las Vegas. Kansas City's going to win that game and move to 9-4. and four. But again, the Titans have the headbreaker tie-to-tie, or the, head, <laughs> the head-to-head tiebreaker. Scratch that. Reverse it. Uh, they also have the conference record uh, tiebreaker over Kansas City, and they'll have those the rest of the season. So as long as the Titans finish with a better record than KC, <clears throat> they won't be a problem. Or as long as the Titans finish with a better or same record as KC, they won't be a problem in terms of getting the number one seed. Baltimore is at Cleveland. Baltimore's been playing some shaky football. I'll take Baltimore in this game, but wouldn't be surprised to see Cleveland win. New England is on a bye, so they can't really do anything to to help the Titans or hurt themselves. And then in the division, Indy is on a bye as well. Houston is playing at Seattle. So those are the games to watch. We want Las Vegas to win. We want Cleveland to win. And we want New England to be blown off the map uh, with an alien warhead. Just kidding, of course, but uh, New England and Indy are on a bye, so no help from the Titans' perspective from those teams. But that's going to do it for me today. We got keys to victory. We got players to watch. We got breaking news on Zach Cunningham. We got my game and score prediction, fantasy, gamble, the AFC slate, a jam-packed Football Friday game preview edition of the Locked On Titans podcast, and it feels good to be getting ready for a football game once again. But I'm going to be back on Sunday night immediately after the game, breaking down everything you need to know. I'm going to have my 10-minute postcast. I'm going to have my 30-minute reaction podcast. All kinds of stuff coming out on Sunday night after the game. But that's going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.